Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Part of Me podcast. I am Daniel Vera here with Alex. Hey, and we are here today to talk about the storming of the castle, our title episode. Uh, this one's going to be all about the recent events where certain, I guess you could say, Trump supporters slash protesters um, stormed the Capitol building while they were trying to certify the results of the presidential election, confirming Joseph Biden as the winner. So I guess we'll start first. Estrada, um, what, what do you think about you forgot, all this? You forgot to add a slash there. Um, you said Trump supporters slash what? Protesters. Slash Republicans. Oh. Um, I wanted to add that in there. True. I, I guess they would say that, yeah. Um, January 6th, the day that America just turned like, I don't even know like what to say about this. Like who, who, how did this even happen? Like how did we get to this point in this country where it's okay to do something like this? What, what do you, what do you think Rivera? The reason I'm asking you is because if nobody knows this, Daniel Rivera, he's a registered Republican. So I want to hear what he has to say about his potential party members. No, I mean, I think it just a lot of people can be under either party and do stupid things. But I mean, I don't I don't know what they would say. I, I really haven't like listened, nor do I care really what any of them have to say so much. Um, but I don't think they represent those same values that they're talking about because that was completely uh, un-American, to use a word, what they did. It was completely disrespectful, was uncalled for. It seemed like there was really nothing in terms of a goal of even the protest itself. They just were kind of there to disrupt and start this dumb shit. And even when they got in, it was more of the same. Um, so, no, I don't think those people represent Republicans. And if they say they do, um, not me, that's for sure, because I don't understand I, I I get it in the broad sense that they felt slighted or cheated. I get that part, but I don't understand what goal was to be obtained by storming it and doing all the things they did. I don't know what message it was trying to send there other than we're mad or that we can do it, I guess. So let's do it. But <clears throat> it certainly doesn't represent me or a lot of other people, and it shouldn't. And there should be more people you know, on both sides condemning it. Um, it doesn't seem... Like there's so many on the right side, you know, besides like certain candidates or certain um, politicians, you know, like, for example, Mitt Romney comes to mind. Mike Pence, when he was, you know, um, he was there during it, got out, you know, like this, this just doesn't seem that right. But there are a lot of people who are just going along with it or giving like a very like short light rebuttal, like, oh, they shouldn't have done that. But we feel slighted because of this or like, yeah, they did that and that wasn't right. But now they stole an election like just very brushed under the rug which uh i don't think is right you made a good point like it's brushed under the rug and this is like such a i think like such a dramatic incident mm -hmm. this, is, this is not something you see in like america this is something you see like no offense to other countries but like in countries that are very unstable right like some would say like even like like venezuela right mm -hmm. countries of that but it happens here in the country that's supposed to be like the model of democracy and peaceful uh, transfer of power. H how is it that, how is it that this is possible that they just like show up, push through all the security. And then like you said, it gets brushed under. 
like like it, i think this this itself brings a lot of issues that america has as a whole person for example if the majority of those protesters were black this would be in a whole other level if if these if i truly believe that if it was minorities the majority storming this a lot of them would have been killed or shot they wouldn't have been just four dead there would have been more than four you know like how is it possible that they even get they even get into the state capital? Like, where's the security force? Where are the cops? Where where's all this? It's supposed to be where the congressmen are, where the, where the senators are. Like, where is that's how we protect them? Whether you agree with the left or the right, like they're both still in there. So, like, how how is this possible? Well, I think you, a, what's that? I think there's a lot to unpack in that sentence, though, because you got you're talking security, then you're talking culture, and then you're talking. I mean, I guess it's kind of under culture too, but you're talking American culture, like specifically like country wise. And then you're talking about race relations, which are, I mean, those, that's a lot of issues right there. Well, I think, I think this brings out those underlying issues. Like it just, it just as a whole, because I've had, I've had a couple of friends and like, like I had talked to a friend. He was like, the first thing he said to me is like, dude, if those were Mexicans and black people, there's no way that would have happened. It would have been stompled. Cops bring quicker than you can you could even say capital, you know? Like, mm-hmm. like I never thought you know, Trump says a lot of outlandish things, you know, and he incites a lot of like, you know, vigor, I guess you could say. But never would I think thought that his followers would go to that extreme. Protest all you want. I believe in people peaceful protest. Prote- protest all you want. Even if I don't agree with what you're protesting about, right? But the moment you start trespassing. And doing that the way they broke in—that's like domestic terrorism. Mm-hmm. I know it might sound a little, a little dramatic, but I, I feel like it's domestic terrorism. Like, where where else would that be okay? You think you tell me that the Black Lives Matter movement did that? It would be okay. It would be spun in such a negative way, and now, they like when the cops showed up. As I was, I was watching a timeline of this, like mm-hmm. visual timeline. The mm-hmm. cops showed up and they were just like, okay, everybody get out. They just stormed the Capitol. And this is all the repercussions they get they get at the moment. Now, a lot of the states are starting to arrest these individuals that were involved in this, you know, from like video evidences. But like, it takes this long. This should have happened the moment they caught them. I agree. So, um. I was looking actually at the timeline of this. So this all stems, this all started at 12 p.m. when Trump was giving a speech, right? It was Save America speech because he's still he's still uh, claiming that the election was stolen from him, that there was a lot of voter fraud mm-hmm. um, and all this nature. And I can't say the exact quote he said, but he said something like, we have to fight, we have to fight, right? And he said something about, we got to go to the Capitol, Right, I won't say his exact words were break into the Capitol and destroy things. That those were not his exact words by any yeah. means. But obviously, you have these people who are so like passionate about this idea, right? And I guess they took that to the extreme, and they started marching down there. And actually, the speech was around twelve at twelve fifty three. The protesters when they started pushing through the barricades at one fifteen is when they started certifying Biden when the certification started. At 145, they keep pushing through the barricades, right? So this is like an hour and 40, no, I would say like almost an hour since they since they started pushing through these barricades. Still no backup police force shows up. 2 p.m. 
2 p.m. to 2.30, that's when they actually start breaking into the Capitol building, Cr breaking windows. This is all video evidence, breaking windows, you know, pushing through security guards, stomping over them. Still no backup. 2.45, that's when they start, the people, um, the security starts barricading the actual chamber doors where they're certifying Biden, right? And they, they're asked to get gas masks on, gas masks on because... Um, the security is releasing tear gas to try to get these protesters out of there. Mm -hmm. Three o'clock, they're actually all the way in there. They even sit in Nancy Pelosi's office, like as a joke. You know how disrespectful that is? Like whether you agree with her policies or like if you like her or anything, like, that's just disrespectful. Like like you said, that's so un-American. Like, we should have more respect for the, yeah. the chair, the the building, the person, the title, everything. Well, yeah, even if, like you said, even if you don't agree with it, even if it, like the tables were turned and somebody did that to like Mitch McConnell's office, that's still disrespectful. It is. You it's uncalled for. Yeah. Like I don't get, and this brings me back to my point of like, like what was the intention there besides disruption? And I'm kind of uh, afraid that the answer is, no, it's just a disruption. Like, I would love to hear, like, there was some plan or we wanted to send this message, blah, blah, blah. But it was probably just to disrupt. Seems like people weren't thinking about anything. I mean, the only thing that gives me, like, uh, I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'll play, I'll, I'll be fair, right? And I'll be understanding for a minute and I'll play this game. And I will say that. One thing that I think is pretty sad about this, because I was talking about this with another friend, and it's interesting you bring up some of the things you brought up because they said the same thing, mm -hmm. um, is that I don't – I think these people truly felt slighted in some way. Were there trolls there? Of course. Were there people there just to do things? Of course. There's always people like that. But I think some a lot of these people who did those things – Le legitimately felt a certain way about it. And I don't, and I mean that like, I think some people that were doing that legitimately felt cheated or legitimately felt like as crazy as it sounds like they were losing their country or they were losing a quote unquote America in some way. I think there were people there who really, really felt that stuff. And to me, that's like one of the saddest things because not only are you doing literally the opposite of what you feel you know like these people would say or some people i guess of it would say we felt like we were losing our country or our freedoms so then they did something like this which goes completely against the country and our freedoms and it's almost like it, it would be funny if it wasn't so sad that they're fulfilling their own comments about everything else in the world like what i mean by that is they're saying all these other people or all these other groups are trying to steal this or aren't working for america while they do that which stops everything which doesn't work for america so they become those people that they keep preaching about and that's that's the saddest thing or one of the saddest things about this is that now those people who did those things are people who maybe felt inspired by those things are going to still say that those people were slighted or there's a conspiracy against or something, and they're going to do something too that is a disruptive and goes against America, fulfilling the prophecy again and again and again. And it's just, it's, it's so sad to me that they can't even take a step back and see that. Well, like you said, it's like hypo hypocrisy. 
Yeah. And they end up becoming the same people that they hate so much. Yeah. It's the, well, I guess what's sad is the act of it, you know, like that physical, like by them doing that, they became what they were trying to stop ultimately. But do you and think they see that? It. Do you we're think they see that in themselves? No, of course. Or most not. of them still at this point are like, no, we did the right thing. We're not like those other people. I mean, hopefully some of these people who go to jail or get in trouble or whatever get older, you know, see the error of the ways of what they were doing and move on from it. That's always possible. But I don't think a large majority of them do. No. I think this this has probably strengthened a lot of people in their beliefs in certain Did you see something like this happening again? Yeah. Yeah, it could happen again for sure. Or maybe at a minor level, if there's like a state capital or a governor mayor mayoral race, something like that. But I think this is like kind of a period for reflection. And I think most of the consensus is like this was shameful. What is what what did this get us? You know, like I think the response is more that way. And over time, I'm gonna say like history be the judge. I think history will corroborate that as well, that this is this wasn't a good moment. I think it'll happen again, but I think um I think a lot of people have learned from this event. Maybe I, I know that may sound too positive, but I do. It it's um it's sad that like we're leaving in this moment of history that like will be in history books. Like this incident will be in history books. Yeah. I mean, I don't know though. Like you say, like uh, it's funny you said what you said before that it felt like this wasn't America. This was somewhere else because another friend we were talking about this said that as well to me. And actually the craziest thing is you don't know this person and they almost said it like exactly how you said it. This doesn't feel like America. This feels like somewhere else we'd watch. So it's interesting to hear you say that. I I have to ask um, what, what are you basing this on and why do you feel that way? I'm basing it on as, like I've said, America's not perfect by any means, but we have like some sort of like common, not, not saying these other countries don't, but we have like some common sense or like some stability that we always want to be present. Whether we want to disrupt something, we always like, you know, we'll protest at the Capitol. All right. People protest all the time in, in the nation's capital. Yeah. Right. And it like, but it stabilizes, like people may, may get their point across and they do it. Right. It happens all the time. Roe v. Wade. There were so many protests, right. At the Supreme court. Right. But there was some sort of stability. They still knew that at the end of the day that the Supreme Court was going to make a decision and they could do nothing about that decision when it's made. Mm-hmm. Just as the certification would have done the same thing. It's like at this point, these these supporters were so engulfed in the vision. And so, like I said, so passionate. They really felt like they were being cheated out of an election, out of their actual president, which Trump states that he won, right? Well, he believes he won. That they lost sight of that. They lost sight that they believe that even if they certified Biden, it's still not valid because it's cheated. Like I said, they lost that sight of stability. And I feel like that's what happens in countries like Venezuela and those type of countries. And those type of countries, I feel like people are more warranted to do things like that. Like people are starving out there. The economy's crashed. It's like so bad out there. And things like that happen here. Yeah, we're going through a pandemic, things of that nature. But have you heard of I was talking to a friend. Have you heard of, um, and he's from, from Mexico. He, he said, yeah, people complain about the $600 check. I understand that. That's not enough money for us. But he said, you know what Mexico passed? Not a single dollar for this pandemic. You think countries like Venezuela 
are passing anything like that, giving us money? No. That Those places, I feel like things like this maybe are a little bit more warranted. You know, here, we, we're... We, we pride ourselves on having peaceful protests, like freedom of speech, and having that stability. And it got lost. On January 6th, that was lost. And that, you know what? To be honest, that's why I feel there wasn't that many cops present. They're like, oh, it's just another protest. We have these all the time. Right? And then they underestimated them. And I don't know. I remember waking up. And I hadn't like looked at the news or anything. And somebody told me, like, did you see what happened at the Capitol? I'm like, oh, my God. Like, what did Trump say now? You know, I thought it was just another Trump quote. No, like when I saw that, I literally thought I was like, where are we at? Like, where, where, where are we at for a moment? Like, where are we? America prides itself on being like the best and like being the most powerful. That's a sign of weakness to other countries. Weakness of who? Of us. You mean American citizens? Of our government. Of our government. The same supporters that want to make America great again and that want to make America first are the first ones to show its weakness. You want to battle with China with all these tariffs, that's fine. I'm not going to argue policy. But the point of that is to to put America first and to show that we're still strong, to show that we're still number one. And then the first thing you do is ransack this national capital building and make yourself look like fools and show that this country is full of weak-minded, easily influenced individuals that are not American. And I'm not even going to label them as Republican. Those are Trumpists. That is the... That is the biggest difference. You're a Republican. You In a million years, you would never do something like that. You'd protest, but not ransack the National Capitol building. Nobody should do that. No, nobody. And, and you know, and that, that's what I'm saying. I have friends that are Republicans. You know, mm. we're living in this country, and that's the great thing about this country. We can be Democratic, Republican, Libertarian, and nothing should happen to us. It's okay to have those differences. But... Trump is to me doesn't even seem like a a party affiliation. It just seems more like a cult now. Like after this, they should be labeled a domestic terrorism group. When you say they, who do you mean? Those individuals, the tr- the Trump supporters, like the ones that are really the people that were there, the people that went into the building. If you were at the rally and you just went home after the rally, do your thing. But if you decided to go in there and participate in ransacking this building. Even if you were just there to, oh, this is funny. Like, no, that's not funny. We've lost sight of what's important. Like you said, we lost the value in these congressmen, the Senate, the Capitol. Like, what these places signify. They just don't signify, like, oh, there's a whole bunch of old rich people and they're making decisions. Like, no, they signify America as a whole. We're only 200 years old. We're not even that old. Yep. And it's 200 years is when we start to crumble. Like you can't tell me, you can't tell me, Daniel. When you saw that, you were like, "What was your first thought when you read the news?" Uh, I'm not gonna lie. My first first thought was I thought it was like ten people or something. Like I thought it was like people were protesting, and then this group just ran over the side and charged. That's what I legitimately thought happened. Then when I saw the videos, I read a little more. Um, I obviously learned that wasn't the case. It wasn't just four or ten people. Um, then I was just shocked at, I I was kind of shocked, honestly, about how far they made it. 
Um, you bring up a good point with these security questions, and I'd like to come back to that later. But I, I, I was wondering that too. Like, how did they make it that far? How did they stay in there that long? And I was like, this just seems so weird to me. But I, I don't know security procedures, staffing or whatever. And I, I just at the moment assumed, okay, well, I guess it's not the White House. So maybe there's less security for whatever reason. Okay, fine. Um, uh, my other thought, I was pretty disappointed too that that this even happened, that adults felt whatever way they did felt that so strongly and believed it so hard that they were ready to commit these crimes, you know, cause you got to have some conviction to do that stuff. Or I hope you do. Of course. So that was really surprising that people just had that much conviction to propel them to do this. Um, but I do have to say, I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm being too dreamy at the moment, but I just didn't see it that way. I saw it as, Wow, we're in a tough spot. This is a large political disagreement. This is unbelievable what's happening to this level. But because I had followed the story later than when it happened, what gave me hope was how fast once they were out, we moved on and certified the election and confirmed the president and America was doing America's business in a way, you know? And the vice president was there assisting as well. You know, like the fact that we, they, we were able to continue to operate at normal, quote unquote, at that point made me feel a lot better. Because to me, what would have been really scary about this is two things. One, if it had like derailed the count or they opened a new investigation or they said, we're not continuing this till Trump's impeached or something to like seriously delay that process by the people in power. That would have been scary to me because now we're not going on the status quo. Now we're not operating as normal. I mean, I, I don't think we should like ignore everything. I'm not saying put your head in the sand, but I mean like as in let's deal with that tomorrow and certify the election results right now, you know, as, as Congress, I'm saying not the police as Congress. And the fact that they were to kind of operate as normal and go back so fast within that night made me feel better and made me appreci appreciate the governmental compartmentalism uh, of everything we do because this system wasn't totally derailed by these people charging it and we're living in fear now and, you know, blah, 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 blah. Like we moved on from it in a way. So that made me feel better. Um I know I said there was two things. The second thing that made me feel better, oh, there we go, was that it wasn't like a part of Congress or some senators or a general or a couple of generals or something were leading this thing or a part of this thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, this wasn't like a coup, you know, in yeah, the sense uh -huh. like a general. It felt like it, though. It felt like it. Like so, it kind of gave you a feeling of it. It's funny you said that because that's also what my friend said too, is that it felt like a coup. Um, and, and maybe that was some people's intention there, honestly. Like I heard the something, I don't know, don't quote me on this, that they had had like zip ties and stuff. Like there seems to be some capturing element to what some people were trying to do. But again, don't quote me on that. Um, But it wasn't like that severe. You know, this isn't like a general 
or somebody with like real power like that going rogue and just lining up tanks to Congress. Like that's that's a, a Venezuelan coup, like to use your example. One step that's away from bad. that. I mean, eh, I wouldn't say one step away. That's I mean, that's a little. Let me ask you this. What do you think would have happened if those protesters would have actually gotten to the chambers when Congress was there? I don't know what honestly, I don't know. I don't know what their intentions were. I don't know what their plans were. I haven't seen an interview with anybody who got caught after. So I can't fully say my guess is that these people probably would have tried to uh, attack the congressmen in some or congressmen and women's in some way, like I'm saying like punching or something like that. Or uh, in some way, I think there was a level of physical harm that would have transpired a hundred percent. But again, because I don't know, and this, like, they didn't leave a manifesto. There was no plan. I really can't comment too too hard. But I definitely think there would have been physical altercations with a lot of members. And I mean that is uh, the, the people who stormed it attacking the politicians. So I think that definitely would have um, been really bad. And maybe some of them may have even got killed because some of them are a little older. You know, who knows? Who knows what could have happened? And, and four people actually got killed. Four and people then, got killed. Four yeah. people died. Four. And then na- in the nation's capital. So all the acl- accomplished was making themselves look like idiots. Mm-hmm. And then four, even if they were part of the protesters, four of them died. For what? And then, I don't know, man. This just feels like so odd to be speaking about this in America. And then you have Trump, who after being pressured by his fellow Republicans and even President-elect Biden to give a statement, right? His statement didn't come till 4.17 p.m. And he right? said, we love you. Yeah, he said, we love you? Yeah. Did you say that to individuals who just ransacked the, na- the, the nation's capital? And he says it like so calmly, like, go home. We love you. Like, well, that shows how much respect he has for it as well. Actually, I think, I mean, I guess depending on how you feel, one thing you could take away from this is I think his chances, it seemed like before he was probably going to run in 2024. That's um, over. It seems like he wanted to. He, I, I don't want to say it's over because I don't know the future. I didn't think he would win in 2016. But I do, I think this this personally is is the nail in the coffin for his twenty twenty four run. I think, you think that, it really uh, decreases chances dramatically. A hundred percent. Because spoiler alert: there are people who voted for Obama who then voted for Trump. Not everybody who voted for him is one of these people, or you know, crazy racist or something like that. A lot of them are. Let's be real, but not all of them. And we and I think by this act happening. By the incendiary comments, as you have mentioned, he made over and over again in the timeline and how he handled it after. I think those those moderate people, those people in the middle or those people who are like, well, I don't really like Trump, but I like, you know, his economic policies. Let's mm-hmm. just say I think those kind of people with this can't go through those mental gymnastics anymore. I think I think to me this is the nail in his coffin. Maybe he'll spin it. Who knows? He's Trump. Who knows what he'll do? But I I think this is the nail in the coffin for for his future runs. I will give him this. 
he, Trump, everybody's like, oh, Trump, he's so dumb. He's so stupid. Blah, blah, blah. This. this man is not dumb. Nope. He is not stupid by any means. You're to manipulate right. people the way he does. Okay, I'm not going to compare him to Hitler because obviously he didn't kill millions of people. I'm not going to compare him. But the way he manipulates people and the way that Hitler like manipulated people with his speeches, they have like the same you know, char- charisma, I guess, to their supporters. He does it very well to be able to get that many. And think about it. Even during the election, he still had how many votes? Like 63 million votes on his side? Yeah. That's a lot of votes for somebody who is so disliked in this country. It wasn't that blue wave everybody was predicting. No, no. It's still, I mean, obviously some states flipped, but those states were still pretty close. Yeah, this it wasn't, wasn't like a landslide Biden win. No, by no means. And and that just shows you like this. Trump is not stupid. I, I feel like he, he plans out his moves. Whether you hate him or not, like he plans stuff out. And unfortunately, I guess it just didn't go his way in, this election, in the election. He just was... Just trying to salvage anything he could. Right? But you can't... Uh, my advice to anybody out there who is a Republican, separate yourself from this man. Like, separate your name, the Republican name from this man so it doesn't tarnish... Like, like those Republicans who have not spoken out against this, like, are you serious? Like, the senators in the car, like, are you serious right now? Like, That's grow right. up. You're like grown ass men. You're like 60, like 50, 60 years old, man. Like you have, you're your own person. You know, like, like, are you really scared of this man? Like sometimes the Senate has more power than the, I feel like sometimes Mitch McConnell has more power than Trump. Right, <laughs> Blocking everything left and right. You know what I mean? Like they, they forget this. I'm like, grow up, man. People elected you to represent your district or, or your state. Like stand up or you're, or you're going to be tarnished. Let me ask you a question though. You said stand up or you will be tarnished, right? I think, but I want to know if, what, what you think about it. Or I guess my question is, do you agree? I think some of these people, some who aren't afraid of being tarnished, aren't because they feel like, you know, in this cycle and this news we have and everything, Two years from now, maybe even a year from now, this will be way old news and everybody will forget and they won't be held for it or they won't be tied to it by their opponents or their followers. If that's the type of followers you have, then you're better off not. Like, is that so then this, this, that, that question is more, is it an American citizen's problem? Like, is it the people of America? Should we be that easy? Should we be that forgiving that quickly? And I think we shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Not something like this, right? Because okay. you're a politician. Your 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 job is to freaking do politics. You're supposed to sit there argue. You're supposed to sit there and show face, right? That's what we we elect you for. Just show face. You represent our state or our district. Talking, discussion, Talking. discourse. That's what you're there for. And if that you're not there for, we do not need you there. Whether you're Republican, uh, independent, Democratic, we do not need you there. Even if the Democrats, whoever didn't speak on against it either, like grow like. Man, are you really? Most of those people that are in Congress and the Senate, they already have money. They're already well off. Well, you're scared you're not going to get elected again? Boo hoo. Well, get a lot home. of them are. You get to go home to a really fat pension and you get to live the rest of your days in peace. Like, grow up, man. Is, that, is this? That's the problem. We, we're electing these individuals who are there more, not because, in my opinion, not because they care about us, just because they like the status of the position that they're in. 
But, like, but don't you think, too, like, we're guilty, too, because they're doing it. They've been doing it. Oh, yeah. And, and, that's, and that's the issue. We, I'm going to be honest. We, how many times have you really heard of, like, the, what is it called, the midterm elections? Yeah. This past midterm election was probably the most, the, the most coverage I've seen of a midterm election. In what the last, well, I'm 25, like in the last, I don't know, since uh, I could remember, like 10 years, right? 15, probably like when I started like, you know, think like seeing politics and all that. But this was the last time it was actually like important. People don't realize how important electing senators and congressmen are. You know, they don't realize how much power those people have. Absolutely. Mitch McConnell, the Senate majority leader right now at the moment before, you know, the position gets taken over by Schumer, right? Because of the runoff election in Georgia. Right, how much power this man has? He can literally block a vote if it's happening. He'd be like, "No, it's not going to vote today," you know, or he can like stop it from progressing and have to like revote or something like that. It's some power that he had when he when they just did this. They try to like pass this bill for the for the remaining two thousand dollars. He like blocked the vote. He the, Mitch McConnell has an enormous amount of power. Yes, and and individuals do not realize that. And it's okay if if you want to vote for him and reelect him, that's fine. But realize the consequences that are going to happen if he doesn't do the things that you want him to do. You know, and that's the issue. Democratic side too. Realize who you're voting for. Realize that these people are going to be in power, and they're going to hold your like, not to say your lives, but they're going to hold. They can change things on your daily life in a moment's notice if they really wanted. If they just got everybody together. Yep. It just baffles my mind that we're so focused on the presidency and we never focus on like the Senate. We never focus on the congressmen. Well, I think I think part of what's so good about this stuff and following these close elections like in Georgia is that hopefully people are waking up to how important it is and how important the small government is just as much as the big government. And we need to pay attention to those things, too. It's not just, you know, who the next. Excuse me person is who gets to live in the fancy white house it's it's also the person in your district we can go super small it's the people in your district they all matter they just matter in different ways and i i'm hoping and i think that this is waking up some people to that fact because of how much power we really see they had like mitch this is funny the the watching mitch mcconnell (laughs) <laughs> Think of reasons to not give Americans the $2,000 checks while representing the poorest district in Kentucky is is like hilarious to me. I mean, not really, but you know. As somebody as somebody who's a Republican Party, how do you see him? To me, uh, for, uh, let me be clear. First off, I don't like him. I think he over leverages a lot of his power in an effort to either get what he wants done or get like what the Republican party wants done instead of like actual things and trying to work with both or the other side. I think he is also just will do or say or agree or disagree with whatever he has to do to keep his party in power and by extension to keep him in power. Um, I also think that, he is one of those people just like Nancy Pelosi and Charles Schumer who has been in there for far too long. And all to me, all those people demonstrate is the same old ideas that, that I've hear that I've been trying to do forever. The same old policies I've been hearing forever. And to me, they're just really, really comfortable people who have had their job for a long time and are just maintaining the status quo. And as 
I, I want to word this right because I don't, I don't want to just like say something that sounds crazy, but I'm trying to say it right. I think that as much as Mitch McConnell wants to push Republican agendas and he wants to stay in power, I think so do they. Who's they? Uh, I guess in this case, specifically Nancy Pelosi and Charles Schumer. I'm just saying those like career politicians, those kind of people who just like you can see like they're not really proposing anything that revolutionary. And you hear the rhetoric and it's all the same lines said over and over again. I mean, it's just I, I I'm sorry. I don't buy it. I really don't like. Listen, I completely disagree with AOC. But when she says something, I fully buy that she believes it. And she's saying what she believes is right. And she's saying what she believes her constituents want, or that's what her constituents have said. I fully believe that. But when I look at them, nah, I don't believe anything. So when they say you think they're just saying it just because it's the same old thing they've been saying. And it's just, it keeps the status quo of the policies. Of course. Of course I do. And I've said this before. I've said this before on this podcast. We need an age limit. I'm not trying to sound like, excuse me, I'm trying to sound like I'm discriminating against age, but there needs to be an age limit. Term limits, some term limit. limit. Like how much you can be in Congress, like, or in, in the Senate. You should not be 70 years old trying to tell us about policies that probably you're, you're like, your view on these policies are so outdated. Exactly. They didn't even have the internet back then. You know what I mean, they I mean, you know, like they don't, they don't have so many things and now all these things are being brought to the table and you're trying to discuss this and it just makes no sense. Yep. Like nothing gets accomplished. There's like no innovation. Mm-hmm. Put some, you know, like, like I've said before, not too young, make sure they're mature enough. Get them at around 30 years old, 30, 33, 35, limit them to 55. Mm-hmm. Get you a good 20 year career, like in the military. No, not, and then go get your pension and let's go. We need somebody else new. And it, and it just happens with age. You know, as you get older, you know, things start becoming outdated for you and that's okay. But America needs people who are up to date at all times to be one of the powerful countries in the world. There needs to be a continuation of new ideas, fresh policies. You know, there's a, there's a reason why every time there's a president, we go democratic, you know, and then, before those policies even get like to really see if they work to, to be implemented, we go back to Republican and the same thing with their policies before we actually see if they get implemented, we go back to democratic. So nothing ever really happens. We don't give them their time. We're lucky that this country like has the resources it has. Very. We don't get nothing done. Like it seems like we haven't gotten nothing done. Mm-hmm. And even in Obama's era, I'm going to say that. Even in his, like, what did we have? The biggest thing was like Obamacare that got accomplished. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and that was even like, whether you agree with it or not, that took so long to accomplish. What is in there for eight years? That was like pulling teeth. Yeah. And he had, and at the moment, it wasn't like his first presidency. He had the Senate and the House. Mm-hmm. And he I still wasn't able to do it. Yeah, it still it makes no sense. Now Biden actually, you know, with with the runoff elections that happened in Georgia, he has a majority Democratic Senate. Oh, really? Yeah. What do you think is going to happen? I'm gonna be honest. You know, you like to. I want to say I'm like optimistic because I don't I don't consider myself a Democrat by any means. But mm. it's interesting when a president, you know, which when a party holds the presidency. 
the House and the Senate. Because then you really don't have no excuse of why your policies didn't get passed. What do you think is going to be the first major thing he passes? Or topic? or uh, um, Not it's topic. Be the, the remaining um, stimulus check money they were discussing. Really? Yeah. So you think he's going to, what, like approve $2,000 or... Yes, I think he is. I think he's going to approve the remaining, which would be $1,400. Really? Right? Yeah. He, he, your new president, you got to show you got to show that, you know, I'm here for you. Whether he is or not, we don't know that, you know? <laughs> you think so? Yeah, of course. Man. He's got to step up? This is a game. Politics is a game. Mm-hmm. Whether like, people like to admit it or not, it's a game. You have a whole bunch of people trying to get somebody on their side. You know, it's funny. It's funny you bring that up. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was watching Survivor recently, right? Mm-hmm. It's all about a numbers game. You got to get somebody on your side that usually you don't have on your side to vote somebody else out or to agree with you to get something done. Put it that way. Okay. Right? Okay. And that's like the same way in politics. You have to get somebody from that other party at times to agree with you to be able to get things done. Right? And so, like, I feel like it's a, it's a game. And Survivor itself is a television series, like, game show, you know, a reality show. Mm-hmm. You got to convince other people to come on your side so something could be accomplished. Whether it's good or bad, we don't know, but it gets accomplished. Say, so, man, we need to well, accomplish something. Our whole government needs a reboot. A reboot. I like a that. Reboot. Redo the franchise. Supreme Court, too. We don't need you there for life. You should not be there for life. Oh, you're that saying all of it. All of it. We don't need you there for life. Really? No. Okay. What do you think it should be then? 20 years. Hmm. Enough years to where the president like, can't influence you. Because, you know, that's the good thing about being there for life is that once you get appointed and you get confirmed by the Senate, they, nobody can kick you out. Yeah, you're safe. You know, you're safe. You, you, even if the, you go against what your, the president appointed you, he can't do nothing to you. Mm-hmm. Right? And I think that's one of the good things about being there for life. But then, like you said, you get outdated. You, know, you got people that are like 80 years old. Yeah. Making these decisions that like the Supreme Court decisions are like massive. Or, or just, just advancing with the times too. And, and I mean that in the way of not in mentality necessarily, but like the way you and I go about our day-to-day life, right? Mm-hmm. is very different than our parents did. Now, do they understand, like, we use cell phones, they use cell phones? Of course. Do they understand what social media is? Yeah, they're probably on it. You know, do they get these things? Yes. I'm not saying they don't. What I mean is it is not to the level of normalization that it is to us, to some people, depending on how big this age gap is, right? The things mean you grew up with are just simply not the things they grew up with. They know them, but they don't grow up with them. And so so I, I agree with you because I think that having these unlimited times you know you're always at a disadvantage and then at what point are you so behind that it's like you're really at a disadvantage you know where's the level mm, we're seeing it right now oh you think that this is a product of it this is a product of it where uh, somebody was telling me that america is a very old country in a sense that it's like age right mm-hmm. our citizens are like you know elderly I just, I feel like I'm a broken record just saying the same thing over, but it just baffles me. It baffles me that, that this is like the, the um definition of an, like crazy, right? Or insanity is like doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. Yeah. It's not going to happen. No. We're getting nothing done. How is that? 
like you know people always complain about communist um communist governments right and i don't i'm not for them by no means but what they are really good at is getting things done whether it's good or bad right they're like this is gonna happen that's it mm-hmm. it's gonna happen here in america i'm telling you man we're just I, I will say this is like one of the first times that i truly am like like embarrassed to be like yeah i'm an american mm-hmm you know, like that. You know, we already have like a bad rap. You know what I mean? People are like, all they do is eat fast food. Nah, 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 nah. You know what I mean? But like now, like when it starts affecting the government, like seeing that, like that's just embarrassing. Well, that's no, embarrassing. it is. It definitely is. And 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 to agree with you, like I I thought we were better than this too. I thought even with all the craziness, even with all the hype, and it turns out maybe not. And 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 I do completely agree. Like. If it, the idea that I know for a fact, I know this is an assumption, but I know for a fact that there are a lot of people who stormed that building. I bet you had some seriously negative reactions to, you know, all those Black Lives Matter protests and everything after George Floyd. And, you know, maybe rightfully so said something about, you know, what is rioting accomplished or looting places? What does that accomplish? And fully believed it. But then the, by the same token, what does this accomplish? This not a damn thing. No, nothing. And it's so funny that some people are, are like willing to just give them a free pass. But it's like, no, you did, you did the exact same thing. This is looting too. This is looting. This just not, not you know, physically looting maybe, but it's you're you're spiritually or you know you're looting America. You're looting the faith in it, the sanctity. Exactly. Not, not to get too preachy, but like the sanctity of that building. You're looting exactly. that value. Like you said, it's it's symbolic. It's a symbolic looting. Thank you. That's what I should have said. So symbolic, like like you said, like you know, sitting in somebody else's desk with a video, but it's symbolic. Like, yeah. Yeah. like, and she's not just some like congressperson, you know. I mean, she's obviously a congressman, but she's speaker of the house. For God's sakes, man, you know, like show some respect, whether you like her or not. Exactly. No respect for Mike Pence, whether you're Republican or not. He's a vice president of the United States. People voted them in. Exactly. You vote for Trump. You vote for him. Like you just voted for Biden, you voted for Kamala Harris. It's the same thing. Like have some respect. The, the same people that are like America's great, America's this. We are the best country, and then you go and destroy. You symbolically destroy or like try to tarnish that reputation that we have. Mm-hmm. This peaceful, peaceful, tra- uh, peaceful transfer of power. It doesn't seem so peaceful right now. No. And they did, and it doesn't because they did it during, they did it the exact day that Biden was supposed to be certified, which he did get certified the next day. They went back, like you said, they went back into, um, into session. He didn't get certified till 3.39 a.m. on January the 7th. So it got pushed back. They worked through the night with Mike, Mike Pence still present. Mm-hmm. Right. So. I will agree with you with that. I'm glad they, they continue to do it. They didn't stop doing it because if they would have stopped, that's exactly what the protesters would have wanted. I mean, like really, really stopped it. Like, you know, we're going to recess till we catch these people or we'll do it next week. Like something like bad, you know? So and then now, now the aftermath, Daniel. What, are the, what is it? Congress getting ready to try to um, try to get some uh, articles of impeachment. That's not going to happen. There's eight days left. You see what I mean? Exactly what I mean. Exactly what I mean. Maybe, maybe Biden. Maybe when Biden gets in, maybe he can do something then. But like, 
I don't I, I, I don't know what evidence you're going to draft up and go through a court in eight days to impeach him. That's an that's a really fast process. Yeah, and then and by the time it gets to the Senate floor, don't you need like two thirds majority, or do you just need a, a majority? To be honest, I don't know. I know for like amendments, you need a two thirds majority and federal laws, like something like that. But I don't know about this impeach thing. Uh, I, I I really don't know. But well, I, either, I, way, either way, either way, like you got like you, said, you got eight days. The only way to me this would have happened in eight days if they had some hundred percent proof of him, you know, ordering that or something. Then yeah, okay, I could see it happening in eight days, maybe. Maybe, but for this, like as bad as it was, no, I don't think I don't think uh, he's getting impeached in the next eight days. But something may happen to him after that. I think, I think the Justice Department is coming for him, and I hope that on inauguration day, whatever security they have, uh, they do more because oh please, because if you think that was bad, I'm telling you, I hope I'm wrong. But I think some people are going to try something on that day. Again, they went after the symbolic stuff before. This day is symbolic, too. This process is symbolic, too. Trump needs to for the moment. Just please do not say nothing. I don't think he's going. Going where? Last I heard, he wasn't going to attend the inauguration. (laughs) He's not? That's what last I heard. Isn't that a tradition for every president to attend it? Like, current president... For the incoming president, of course. Thing. And past presidents, shit. That's what I mean, man. Have some respect. You were the forty-fifth president. You will be the forty-fifth president forever. Yeah. Show up and have some respect. Yeah. You know, like it's not that hard. It's not the way you leave a job. <laughs> Obama gave the speech at Joe Biden's funeral. Uh, I think you mean um, McCain. I mean, sorry, sorry for McCain. I apologize, McCain. And they were they ran against each other. Yeah. See, man, there's just, I think we're losing decency. Mm. You know, you know, we are different political parties, have your disagreements, but have some decency. So it is like we, we, we've lost that people, not everybody, but people have lost sight of that. Um, I was to caveat off that. I was seeing that I was reading something that was saying that the, the reason they want to get articles of impeachment on him is because so that way he'd be the only president in the history to ever have and be impeached twice. Right, which I would say for those that don't know, I, I don't know why, but Daniel, a lot of people think that when you say impeach, like it means just removal of office. That is not true. Impeachment just means that there's, um, how do you say it? That there's charges against him. Mm-hmm. Right. That doesn't mean he's guilty. Yes. But not, be clear. Impeachment does not mean a president is guilty. Yeah. It means that there's charges that Congress has agreed to put on. Now the Senate is a jury. The Senate is going to decide whether he is guilty or not. And if he is found guilty, and I read right now, it's two-thirds majority. Okay. Two-thirds majority. If two-thirds majority says guilty, then he is convicted and the president is removed of office. So impeachment, just to be clear, does not mean President Trump is guilty of anything. just means there's charges against him. Mm Mm-hmm. And yeah, so they just, I guess they want to have that like on the record, like, oh, he was impeached twice. He's got charges filed on him twice. I think so too. I think a lot of this is posturing. And hey, look, and I say we, look, are we tried. Trying. We tried. Look, we did this thing. Look, we're going after Trump for sure. And I say wasting our time because it's our tax money paying for them. All of it. Right? All of this. Like, don't waste your time trying to impeach him. Why don't you work on getting the coronavirus vaccine rolled out better? 
waste your time on that. Not waste your time, but use your time efficiently. Right? That's what that's what we need to be talking about here. How do we get this shit fucking handled and help Americans? It's not about us anymore, Danny. That's the problem. It's not about us. It's about them. You're so right, man. You're so right. It's just we're we're it was it's all about them and the corporations. We're we're the losers taking L's left and right, you know? Pen's mightier than the sword every time. Every time. What do you think about this security component of it? And I mean, when you were talking earlier um, about like how did they get in and stuff, I was wondering that too. Like, how was it so? I, I get like the the thing was mostly ceremonial, but like, how was it so unmanned? How did they get so far? And how was the response? What I feel, I mean, I know I'm an outsider. I don't work for the police or secret service or anything, but it feels like the response was so delayed. No. Well, well, like I was watching the visual timeline, right, of it, and it was like actually showing videos. Yeah. And like I said, um, <clears throat> well, not like I said, but when they first got to the Capitol, right, and there's barricades around, um, it said it, it stated, and it was shown in the video evidence that they only had a side, like they only had a mace and like one of those batons. I don't know the actual term for them. Oh, one of those things where like it extends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I I don't know the name either, but I know what you're talking. Yeah. Yeah, they had. That's the only thing they had to defend themselves with. And backup didn't get called until like an hour and a half later. And I think wow. I, you know part of it to me, I believe it's an assumption, but it, it was just shock, shock that these individuals were actually pushing through the barricades and trying to get into the Capitol. Well, this is a very, very new thing, and I don't think we either of us should underestimate that too. I guess because no, you never. I guess you never know something until it happens. You know. Like 9-11, like nobody would have thought that was possible in any way until it was possible. Well, I'm not excusing anybody, but I'm, I'm just yeah. saying maybe part of it is never happened. And the repercussions need to be great for this. Agreed. If it's not, people are going to be like, we can just do it again. We did it before. Nothing really happened to us. Let's just go again. And you know, it's, and you, and like back to the security thing, like how, how, what is that our security at the Capitol? Apparently. Like I said, it shows weakness. It's a national security threat. Other countries are like, oh my God, it was that easy. You think somebody's going to get ideas about this? I mean, of course. People hate America. True. You mentioned America and other countries they are like, oh, you're American. You know what I mean? Whether you did anything wrong or not, they just don't, we just have like a bad image in a lot of countries. Of course. We've been in the Middle East for damn 13 years. You don't think, you, obviously they're tired of us. No, I don't, this in no way, shape, or form brought anything good to this country. It made us look bad. It exploited the weakness that we have at the Capitol. And all I can do is just hope, hope that this doesn't happen again and hope that these people are held accountable for their actions and they're labeled as something. I, I gotta ask, um, you know, I don't want to reveal too much here, but for those who don't know, I live in New York City and Astrologers in Texas. What's the word over there? What's the feeling anywhere over there? What have you heard? Anything? Your peers? I don't know. Um, a couple of my peers who are who one is a Republican as well. He's from Texas. Mm-hmm. He just doesn't. He's like these. These are not Repu-, like you said. These are not Republicans. Mm. He's like this is a disgrace to the country. This is just not what it should be whatsoever. Um, but most like. You know, with COVID or anything, you have like, you know, you don't have as much communication with people. But 
it still seems like as a whole, I would say I haven't got the whole picture, but I will say that from a couple of people that I've heard, they're just like, this is ridiculous. Like what is going on? You know? And at this point, some people don't even seem surprised. They're like, we told you, we told you if you kept talking crazy, something was going to happen. What did you expect? You know, and this is just a culmination of all those years of, of all this tension that, you know, Trump has built with his supporters. And it's finally let out. What about in New York? I don't know if he's a blue state, Nat. Um, I mean, like like I said, we're, with this lockdown, you know, I'm not really out. There's not like a lot of crowd or anything. Um, so I don't fully know. But I mean, the consensus just it seems to be that like this was a shameful act. This, this shouldn't have been done. Um, this is unbelievable. But I do think that part of it, because COVID is going on, I can see this already falling through the news cycle in a couple of days. Um, because I think a lot of people, and maybe rightfully so, are more concerned about that at the moment and how they're going to get through it and stuff that like this isn't, I hate to say it this way, but this isn't as important, especially because like we certify the results right after and everything's moving along now. I think this has this has um, fallen to the wayside in terms of importance for some people. And I think it's going to be, um, I think it's going to continue to do so for now, unfortunately. Hopefully, hopefully not. Somebody said, somebody told me, um, um, wow, 2020 was a bad year. He's like, all it took was six days. 2020 was looking worse. <laughs> <laughs> this is how we start 2021. 2021. You know, you know. Jeez. And then, and hopefully it gets, I always try to be optimistic and hopefully it gets better from here, but yeah, I hope we'll see what, you know, what is it? January 20th, Biden actually gets inaugurated. Yes, sir. 20. And hopefully you're right. The security gets stepped up and they take it seriously this time. Let's just hope nothing tragic happens at all. And just that would be. The sad thing too, man, is a lot of these people who do this stuff, I'm sure at the end of the day, what they want to do is have decent job, decent opportunity for social mobility, education, uh, education for their family, food on the table, everybody's safe, shelter, all that jazz. And the sad thing is, as much as they felt that, everybody across this country feels that way. You know, these 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 Trump supporters who did this thing have the, ultimately, I'm sure, the same desires and hopes as the people who are condemning it. You know, I don't think when you boil it all away, I don't think it's that different. And that's that's really sad that those the people who did that couldn't see that because i think the people who voted for biden did so for the same reasons they wanted a good education education for their children or their family shelter safety good job they wanted the same things i would imagine when you boiled it down and it's sad that yeah they're more alike than they are different exactly you forget that Exactly. I don't think the Trump protest, the people who stormed that building were like, man, we hope after this, we don't get, you know, uh, uh, we, we lose our jobs or unemployment goes up in our state. You know, like I'm sure they weren't saying those things, you know, I think, no, no, I think they're, I agree. Yeah. So I think th- that's, that's just really sad that if they could just open their eyes, they could see that too. You know, we're all kind of, not to sound so hokey, but like we are all kind of the same, man. And we want the same things, you know, 
I, I don't know where I'll to leave, go from here, but I'll leave you with this, Daniel. This is where we will leave the the conversation. This is a sad day in America, January 6th, 2021. Um, whether you're Republican, Democrat, Independent, Libertarian, you don't give a damn about the government. In no way, shape, or form is this okay. This should not happen. It should definitely not happen again. Hopefully, they have learned their lesson, the Capitol, in, you know, in terms of security. I understand you want to you wanna protest for what you believe in. Do it so. Mm-hmm. But do not think that it's okay to vandalize and symbolically destroy the ideals of this country while doing so. And whoever does not con- con- um, how does it, is it condemn? Condemn, yeah. Anybody who does not condemn this needs to really, really evaluate what they believe in and what they really believe or what they truly think it is to be an American. I agree. The re- reevaluation we all need to take because this isn't it and this is not sustainable. So this was our talk. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. Um, We're back. (laughs) Uh, We're back. Thank you guys for waiting too. And we'll have some more stuff coming down the line like we usually do and and good stuff on the way next week as well. Okay. So thank you guys. This has been the Part of Me podcast. I am Daniel Rivera. Again, I'm Alex and you guys have a good day. All right, guys. Take care.